Soul Live love and greetings from my heart to yours. I'm Rain Ma. This is a Sojourner's Truth podcast. I come to you humbly, not to tell you what to do on your journey. I am here simply to share some of what I've learned on my own soul journey. I'm returning to my roots as a storyteller. I speak to, for, and from the one that I am. Welcome home. My initiation and vision quest with Aset. Aset, um, some may know her as Isis, but for me, she has always come through as Aset. So, just so we're clear who I'm speaking about, this is my own personal introduction and experience with being initiated um, with her as my teacher, my guide, one of my guides. It brought through my path as a priestess, my remembering as a priestess. I remember when she first came to me, it was at a time where I had been doing a lot of traveling in the United States and doing a lot of um, trans dance and different things, different different ways of growing, but a lot of it was through trance. And I remember at the time, I think I was, I don't know the age really, probably 28, 27. And I was nearing the end of my time in the United States. There was this, I was going through my Saturn return um, at the time. So I think it was 28. That sounds about right. And I remember returning from Big Island and had done a pretty extensive um, a lot of different rituals and retreats, a lot of trance, really just going in, going in, going in. And I remember when I returned back to uh, my house, I remember going to sleep one night, and I do a lot with, with dreams and, and visions and trance and such, um, but it's very rare that I actually will physically see the the apparition or um, you know a being um, or at least at that time normally it comes through it's just my my clairsentience but I remember waking up and seeing Osset wings outstretched at the end of my bed and she said are you ready And I remember thinking to myself, okay, <laughs> checking, you know, is this dream space? What is this? But it was very, very real. Um, and I said yes. And that was our introduction, as well as the beginning of my path as a shamanic priestess. And 
in my understanding and knowledge, just in, in um, the shamanic side, the shamans tend to, to lead with the head. Yeah, there's a, there's a really deep um, connection with spirit, absolutely. But the priestess, that's why I claim that, the shamanic priestess, is that the head and the heart are in deep coherence and you move differently um it's not just the wisdom that comes and that's channeled in different ways and it comes through your mind you're able to to access um your high heart and after that um vision and her asking if i was ready and me in full agreement it was a commitment to to follow my heart and to follow my path and her teachings in a very direct way. So that's the gnosis of what has been a lot of my, my life. I very rarely um, immerse myself in a lot of reading. Um, even as I've traveled in different things, I don't necessarily study. I kind of just follow um, my heart and see where that leads. And she began this journey um, and agreement to, to uh, bring me into her fold. Um, after that vision and dream, very shortly things, a lot of different magical things started happening. Um, I saw myself, my, you know, when I agreed and said, yes, I'm ready, then she, she showed me different flashes of myself. And the first thing that I saw, I was in all white um, and my head was shaved. And I remember at the time um, I was in a um, beautiful relationship, my partner at the time, um, even in the midst of all these changes. So I got to give a, a shout out. Aset is also uh, the goddess of, of sacred love and relationship, motherhood and um, healing arts, absolutely. But sacred love and relationship. And my partner at the time of three years, I think, um, was watching me go through these changes. Um, you know, not only from my my travels and immersing myself deeper in healing arts and um, the unseen worlds of spirit. And I remember I said to him, I said, I'm, I'm going to shave my head, which at the time, you know, if you saw me too, I had very much a trend with, with glasses and fashion and my hair and sometimes different colors and we do Bantu knots and all kinds of different things. And so when I said, I'm going to shave my head, he was just looking at me <laughs> in awe. And um, again, a, a tribute to even the dance of, of our uh, relationship as well. The beauty of that as well was always such a deep um, respect for each other's paths and, and our growth um, within the relationship and then also as individuals. So I, I shaved my head um, and then I felt so strongly that I had to have a ceremony. And in the circles that I was in, especially with women and doing lots of things in, in, in those realms as well with my, my sisters, I knew exactly um, the women. I knew uh, a female minister 
and, you know, sent her a message. All of these things are not strange in any way to other priestesses or to, um, you know, other, other sisters in those ways. You know who to call. So I had um, an, an ordained minister and another sister. I wanted um, there to be three of us and another sacred sister um, to witness my, my marriage, my sacred marriage to my path as a priestess and a marriage to um, myself um, coming into deeper union with myself. And again, I think I point out too of, of even being able to navigate these waters, being in a relationship speaks very highly to sacred love and relationship because the ones that you are, that you are with at any stage of the game, if they're committed and so love, in love with the idea of your self-discovery and growth, it isn't a hindrance. You just get to kind of watch in fascination um, as each other grows and changes and, and um, it actually adds to the dynamic and to the relationship. So I had my sacred, sacred marriage. I remember the vows that I used um, that resonated for me very, very strongly. It was a poem, it was a book that I, I think I got when I was 18 years old and it was um, by Patricia Lynn Riley called um, Imagine a Woman in Love with Herself and there's a poem um, that I that I copied down and I signed my name because in it at the time I remember thinking I want to be that woman that was what my marriage was it was not I'm marrying myself and I will never marry anyone else it was not that it was that knowing on a deep level what Osset was was transmitting to me was that the love that you that you ever intend to share with another person it has to come from within Um, and that's probably one of her biggest teachings that has been consistent that the love that you seek outside if you find it not within yourself you'll never find it you'll never find it without and so each line of imagine a woman in love with herself at the time I knew that I was not yet that woman. Um, as I'm telling this story um, now, I mean, every every year on uh, February 13th, which that was the, the day of my um, sacred union and um, commitment to walk my path as a priestess and marriage to myself, those vows became a part of me and then every year renewing them reading them and kind of looking at my life in reflection and seeing ah okay this I could use more work here that was a huge piece I remember um, having one of my um, Indian sisters who did amazing henna for for marriages for ceremonies um, even when I called her a part of this sacred circle and um, process as well it was so infused with such such magic even the person who shaved my head um they were all these beautiful beings and souls that i that i got to include in the journey and again everyone's 
not looking at me like, wow, this is strange. They kind of just said, well, I can see. And, and, and they, they knew that it was also a part of their journey to, to participate in that way. So head shaved. I had full henna on my, my hands and my feet. And I had a, a you know, like I said, all, all white. But then on the inside, I had special pieces and fabrics that were from um, from Africa and um, a sister friend and her artistry and design made it for me. So the outside was white and then on the inside all of these colorful, colorful patterns and, and fabrics. And so at the end of my ceremony and reading of my vows and being witnessed, um, then I flipped the the wrap around um, so the collar was on the outside the headdress as well um, was white and then on the inside the collar so it was a really beautiful um, sacred ceremony it's why I love to do um, sacred ceremonies even in this now because I do think there is a, a really big importance of having rituals to mark certain passages in our lives um, my intuition um, and how Aset was, was working with me was really, really strong. Um, I began making, still had my life and had my practice and, and very much grounded in the earthly world as far as, yeah, my seeing clients and my house and all, a lot of, a lot of my life was really pretty big. But I was allowing space for um, Aset to work with me and work with my priestess self and kind of calling me on this, this unknown journey. Um, I do have to say, too, if anyone knows um, the story of, of um, Aset, um, Aset and um, Asar, or if you know him as Isis and Osiris, um, I need to say as well that... Um, Asar was always with me too. His energy comes through for me as when I'm doing um, anything with trance. It's like the underworld, um, a hypnosis or, or um, um, regressions, like past life regressions and different things. So his energy um, always comes through. And I don't know um, how many people perceive different um, different ones that come through. But for me, they always come through with a masculine and feminine. Um, they come through together and then kind of take turns as to who's teaching or who, what, who's, who's coming through strongest in each moment, depending upon what we're doing. So that's just me giving a, um, a shout out to um, Osiris and honoring my path as well, and that he's been very much a part of my path um, as well. I also, as a part of my um, sacred ceremony and um, sacred marriage, I decided to get um, my, f no, that wasn't my first tattoo. I think it was my second, my second tattoo, but I had her, um, her image tattooed on my lower back on my second chakra and even that held such profound um, intention and ritual and I remember at the time 
who I even chose, you know, to do the tattoo. It was very specific that there were certain ones that were meant to be a part of that journey and could also respect um, how I was using it as ritual. So even going on on that day and, and receiving the tattoo, which was about a seven and a half hour one shot um, process. But the whole time I went into trance and was calling, calling, her in and downloading the, the teachings. It's, it's like a direct transmission. And again, um, Asar as well. So in that, having even a tattoo artist who is in a beautiful artistry realm, but respecting the space as I was, you know, saging and clearing the space, I had certain music on and then even headphones. I literally induced um, a trance throughout the whole the whole time that I was receiving the tattoo and so let's see where should I go from here yeah my my visions um, from that date forward my visions and meditations became really powerful and and directed in ways that I would receive certain pieces or certain transmissions and I wouldn't get the next steps. Um, one particular um, piece, I think it was uh, still in uh, Milwaukee. I remember doing a trance um, workshop and being behind the blindfold and being in this altered state for many hours. And I remember when I came out of that trance, I remember sitting down and looking at a friend of mine. We were, he, this was maybe a couple hours later. And he was just looking at me. He's like, so what's, what's happening for you? And I said, well, <laughs> the most... Uh, parent thing that I received is that I see my I'm selling my house I'm selling my house I'm selling my car um, but there were no moving boxes it wasn't like I was moving and I was going to move to another place um, even at the time I thought for a second I was like well okay so then maybe I'll move to the third ward um, yeah I can you know da, da, da. and that was that was not the energy um, I remember us that said very very clearly to me as far as even material things and um, in house and things, she goes, you, all of that. She goes, all of that, you can have, you can, we can, you can have that. But in this now, I'm asking you to come, to come with me and to go on this journey, which is why I call it my global vision quest with us at, because I received the vision, sell the house within Oh, probably six weeks of that date, I wrote a letter to my clients who at the time I had been, you know, practicing probably for about nine, nine years. I wrote a beautiful letter to my client saying, you know, this, I'm closing my practice as of September 1st. I'm going to go on this global vision quest. I don't think I told any details about trance and offset in those ways. But I prepared to go on this global vision quest. And everything really went magically, beautifully. Um, 
And that was kind of my introduction to when you are following um, not just your heart, but it's your head and your heart and the intuition. It's like this trinity that kind of moves, that your things happen to align in ways that you couldn't even plan it. I couldn't have planned it um, to be so effortless and and beautiful. And when you trust in such a way, which again, I think because when I am, um, when I do commit to something or someone or I'm in, I jump completely. Um, and so I did have this deep trust even without the knowing. And I do think that was a part of um, a lot of what while I was receiving the tattoo and her energy and her, her transmissions directly to me, there's a lot that she, she gave to me in that way, that even without knowing or seeing with the eyes of what it would look like, I had such a deep trust. And that's also kind of, even for my other, um, for my brothers and sisters, priestesses and priests, um, that's a part of it. That's a part of how you get to move in ways where you don't necessarily know all the details, but you know that you've, you've walked through so many different things, so many different lifetimes um, to be even where you are in the, in the now that you can kind of jump. <laughs> um, so I did, and I sold my house and um, said goodbye to my clients, and um, I had everything pretty much packed to maybe one or two two boxes that I that I stored at my at my parents house and um, began the the journey of traveling um, and traveling in a way not attending workshops I mean I had done that for years and or going to visit different friends and different cities different sites different places in that way all over the United States um, and yeah some other other countries but that was it was a different journey so the vision quest itself is is stepping into the unknown and also seeing who you're led to meet where you're guided to be and I will say the the beautiful piece um, of sacred love and relationship that Aset is hugely um, linked to the art of relationships and the dance of 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 really soul deep love um, I do remember the ending even for my uh, partner and I, because we had talked about it. He, like I said, he was just watching me through these initiations and changes. And we had already discussed, even in our, our love for one another, that our paths and my vision and some of the things that were coming through for me, he didn't share that. That wasn't um, part of his vision of what he saw. And I, I speak to it because... I can say that I've had um, the experience in being in, in relationships where you are loved so deeply in the relationship. It doesn't mean that there is not love. It simply means that the vision or the ultimate goal of the relationship or where your paths are meant to take you are different. And I love that we got to end um, even our relationship, how I would, um, and Osset as well is totally chiming in here and saying that if all relationships could um, could be that in that even in your separation and in your parting to honor it and to make ritual so for us even in our separation 
um, we we knew we were, you know, we were ending our relationship and here's the transition, but we agreed to, to spend three days just in sacred union, in lovemaking, in telling each other. We went to our favorite restaurants. Uh, we, we spoke all the things that we loved about each other, the things that we learned in our relationship because I would say even the beginning of that relationship I mean there was a lot of things that you know you bring each person brings into the relationship but we learned and grew immensely and as much as we could together but I think that sometimes even in relationships what hurts the most is is not being able to have that closure or to be able to speak things um, in ways that honor the relationship and so I absolutely love that that was one of the first um, teachings that uh, us that brought through with sacred love and relationship and um, the honoring that's why you know regardless and time and space goes by but there's not a, a hurt or a, a wound in in the heart and that to me as a priestess is very important um, I can, I have to laugh, this is skipping around a little bit, but um, in, in the sense, even at the times when I was saying, but I said, I'm going to, I have to go to, I have to go to Africa. I'm going to go, um, you know, as I was getting these different pieces of the vision from Aset, I remember him just looking at me like, whoa, like, okay, it was clear we were on different paths. And I'm fast forwarding here, but, and then I had these, I was also having dreams of, of other midwives and, um, yeah, and working with, working with women, but it was with motherhood and, and um, midwifery. And the funny part of our story, uh, which is fantastic, is that um, I, he's like, I don't have a dream to go to Africa. <laughs> like that's not my vision and he ended up marrying a um a beautiful a beautiful woman who's from Ghana and you know I mean they live in the states and she became a gynecologist and then here's me here's this energy who's you know following this path of midwifery and traditional midwifery so not nursing school not you know it was like I'm gonna follow these dreams and connect these dots to see um, the ones that I'm meant to to apprentice with as I travel and so um, even to this day I think it's kind of a of a joke that you know the energies and if you honor the relationships for you know the space the things that you learn the love that is shared but you also honor what is your true calling and path I think it's really um, pretty beautiful and Aset brings lots of things through um, and people through in those ways to me where you literally you couldn't plan it yourself um, and it's a gift it's a huge gift um, so the other piece um, I think too with the the vision so the the the, the tandem the tandem between between um, Aset and Osir that they're literally we're always working together so the dream space trance all of that um was 
her counterpart and then her coming through with all of these other aspects and for me to be able to remember them as well because that does happen sometimes you can have dreams and things but you don't have you don't remember them or meditation you can you know kind of go to a beautiful zero point but there's not there's a there's a space of of nothing and if that's meant that's beautiful but everything was getting so much stronger and and clear and like i said it was more about what was the very next step or um traveling and being in in places where you know i would get these these hits and these messages and i would see a face or or see something before it happened so she was really working with me in that way as well as bringing me to um the places and the teachers that i was meant to to work with as well as the people along the journey and there's a whole other um podcast just on some of the underground railroad and my my work as a, as a traditional midwife a traditional healer um but in this podcast it's just kind of bringing through what was my beginning um with her i also to me the distinction between Isis and Aset that's why even I choose Aset and she prefers that because when we speak and when she comes through she is she's not she doesn't pull the the rank of hierarchy so even maybe in old times and priestess ways and there's all of these different things and that's part of the lineages too um but how she was coming through to me was as a a a sister in light um and even now um when her energy comes through she is absolutely a teacher but i also see even in my in my daily life i see everything and everyone as a teacher in a way and we have this um there's a sovereignty there's the peace that comes with sovereignty so to me aset and the way that she moves and how she informs and comes through is always in reverence and honoring of sovereignty um so my global vision quest there's different pieces you can hear and i shared a lot in um the writing of the soldier's truth so i won't go into that here but then there's always other aspects it's not always under um just one so obviously osir or if you know us um osiris but then there was always the triple goddess energy so hathors um and i say hathors plural because even in the space in which the hathors have come through they've been working in my energetic field um especially after completing the the global vision quest and um movements in in those ways as a as a midwife and priestess um the hathors came in and started working with my throat chakra they started upgrading um and also clearing out some of the the old wounds and some of the the grief that i experienced as well as i've traveled and i've witnessed different things and i've said this many times people hear me say it's the beauty and the beast um as they were clearing those things out of my heart i could feel the tones in my voice changing and 
going from very, be, being very much um, in different villages and in different lands and in the communities um, where I was traveling, Hathors, it was almost like Aset handing um, the baton to the Hathors. And so to me, that's a collective. And the collective um, now I refer to as my Wumtang clan because obviously Isis... Uh, Osset was my first initiation and kind of calling in that way to work with the goddess. But under her umbrella and in her entourage as well are so many amazing, amazing um, beings. And so I have been working with um, the Hathors for the last, um, probably for the last year. And they've been tuning my voice and um, and it's a part of some of my tonal alchemy and some of the transmissions and work that I do. Um, also, though, I have to say I have to give a little bit of a shout out to um, to Sekhmet because uh, I think the the global vision quest that's the triple goddess. So we've got Aset, um, we've got the Hathors, and um, Sekhmet, and. Sekhmet was um, pretty much part of the energy and archetype that helped me kind of move as a warrior priestess. Um, I do like now the softening that I get to rest into and in the ways that I get to serve and work now. Um, I like it. It's, it's, um, it's not me having to, um, to be that kind of warrior uh, warrior priestess energy and um, move in certain ways that were a part of my path that was a part of my way um, but now like I said it's um, the baton has been passed and the Hathors are bringing through some amazing amazing transmissions yeah I think that's it I think that's all I'm gonna say in this this now <laughs> hear me child and know me for who I am I have been with you since you were born and I will stay with you until you return to me at the final dusk I am the passionate seductive lover who inspires the poet to dream I am the one who calls you at the end of your journey. After the day is done, my children find their blessed rest in my embrace. I am the womb from which all things are born. I am the shadowy still tomb. All things must come to me and bear their breasts to die and be reborn to the whole. I am the sorceress that will not be ruled, the weaver of time, the teacher of mysteries. I snip the threads that bring my children home to me. I slit the throats of the cruel and drink the blood of the heartless. Swallow your fear and come unto me, and you will discover true beauty, strength, and courage. I am the fury which rips the flesh from injustice. I am the glowing 
forge that transforms your inner demons into tools of power. Open yourself to my embrace and overcome. I am the glinting sword that protects you from harm. I am the crucible in which all the aspects of yourself merge together in a rainbow of union. I am the velvet depths of the night sky, the swirling mists of midnight shrouded in mystery. I am the chrysalis in which you will face that which terrifies you and from which you will blossom forth, vibrant and renewed. Seek me at the crossroads and you shall be transformed. For once you look upon my face, there is no return. I am the fire that kisses the shackles away. I am the cauldron in which all opposites grow to know each other in truth. I am the web which connects all things. I am the healer of all wounds, the warrior who rights all wrongs in their time. I make the weak strong. I make the arrogant humble. I raise up the oppressed and empower the disenfranchised. I am justice tempered with mercy. Most importantly, child, I am you. I am part of you and I am within you. Seek me within and without and you will be strong. Know me. Venture into the dark so that you may awaken to balance, illumination, and wholeness. Take my love with you everywhere and find the power within to be who you wish. channeled message from the Hathors on the shaman within. The essence of the art of shamanism is the same for the shaman as it is for the people being healed, regardless of the specific traditions, languages, rituals, incantations, chants or songs being used. The heart of the matter is in connecting to one's spirit, to the aspect of one's self, which is pure consciousness, pure energy, pure consciousness, which exists in the higher dimensions, sometimes called the celestial realms, the spirit world, the realms of light, or simply heaven. In the space of sacred ceremony, the shaman opens their personal connection to their spirit or higher self to bring the higher frequency, spiritual energies of the higher dimensional realms down to earth through their songs, through their gestures, thus filling the ceremonial space with the sacred energies of love, bliss, joy, creativity, togetherness, and healing. These are the essential energies which heal those who are physically or mentally unwell. 
because they come to us directly from the higher spiritual world where there is no separation between self and another. Thus, there's no conflict, no fear, no disharmony, no sadness, no disease, and no death. This natural connection to the world of spirit is the inherent birthright of everyone born into life on earth and is the function of the healer to assist others in reconnecting to their own spirits, their own inner source of bliss, love, creativity, joy, and unity consciousness. To do this, the healer opens up a portal within themselves, like a wormhole, a stargate, or an inner doorway through which the energies of heaven can flow down into this world, filling the ceremonial space and enveloping everyone present. With this connection, the spirit of the healer sings through them. By setting their personal ego aside, the shaman allows the greater energies of heaven to work through them for the benefit of all those present and indeed for the whole earth and all that is. We are all one great being, unified, just as the individual cells of any body live and sing together to create the whole. So are we, a part of the entire universe, living and breathing with the love which flows through all worlds and beings in existence. This connection to the spirit world is always present for us to receive the positive and loving energies of heaven. Even if we are not aware of it, we are always receiving these energies because in truth, this is our essence. And this connection is what sustains our hearts beating, our eyes seeing, and our breath breathing in the continuous gift of life. Remembering this spiritual connection and connecting continuously to this spiritual source energy which animates all living things is the essence, the art, and the spiritual service of true shamanism.